What an interesting song. I haven't got room for the pain. Time for the pain. Time, excuse me, time for the pain. Well, um, welcome to Notes from John. With a babble from Bon. We're delighted to be with you tonight. And, and um, here it is Sunday, October 13, 2019. And uh, it's been a really a very interesting Sunday for us. We didn't have church until noon, so we slept oh, in this morning for a bit. Isn't was that heaven. nice? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so church from 10 to 2, and then. No, 12 to 2. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> from 12 to 2, and then some uh, ministering visits uh, from 2.30 to the left or 3, and then drove out to Tooele. Tule. Tooele. I like Tule. I think it's a cute name. <laughs> and there uh, at five o'clock, Bonnie and I uh, had been invited to come and speak at a fireside for uh, youth in this stake and their parents. And they had a good crowd there tonight. Yes, they did. Uh, that whole chapel was full and uh, following the, their state conference this, uh, this weekend. And we talked to them about the temple. And Of course, it was the temple. Yeah. So then after that, we drove home and and finally at uh, 7 o'clock got our dinner. And here we are. And I'm sure they don't care about any of this. That's pro <laughs> pro pro probably true. Anyway. So before we start tonight, uh, I'm, we wanted to give a little shout out uh, first to little Hadley Cyphers, our our granddaughter, that's Becky, Becky's younger, her oldest daughter. Six years old. And she is so cute. She is. We went and watched her play soccer. soccer. Finally, we had a day where we could go watch some of them. But she has a special little... Um, She's got a challenge. Challenge, oh, that's what I'm thinking of. She's Her thyroid's not working. and she So she gets winded pretty easily. But she kept kept running up and down that field and doing the best she could. And... It's a good kick, and she was just cute. Didn't, did they say like her thyroid is is just gone, gone or dead it's or gone? Yeah, so she's. They didn't they didn't remove it surgically. No, did they? oh no, no, it's just not functioning. So she's on medication for that to help her get back where she needs to be. But but she's a happy, beautiful, delightful uh, six year old, and we were just so happy to watch her play soccer yesterday. I just thought she was as cute as could be. She was. Really cute. It was cold too. It's yes. in the in the mid to to high thirties. <laughs> yeah, so and, they no wonder they got a little yeah. winded their chests and their little throats were cold from running up and down the field, but she did a good job. So. Yeah, she sure did. Way to go, Hadley. And then a, a, a quick shout out as well to our three daughters, Emily, Ju or Melissa and Becky, because well, Julie sent out a text that said, you know, everyone knows how she's been suffering with tonsillitis patients in her home. They've just struggled. Well, we surgery, well, tonsil surgery, removal. Tonsil removal, that's true. I don't know what they call it. Tonsil tonsillectomy. Did I say that? You said tonsillitis, oh, but whoops. that's okay. Okay, duh. And uh, I guess one of the kids' ads and adenoids or whatever started bleeding and was coming out of her nose and we didn't know all julie just said i need help bleeding and we, we didn't know who was bleeding or how bad or, or how bad so emily 
left little girls at her house and came and Becky came and Melissa came right over and they just dropped everything. And that's what's so great about our family. Whenever anybody needs help, everybody drops things and go. I really love them all for doing that, for their love for one another. And even though it's inconvenient and interrupt uh, interrupts their their current schedule, whatever they may do, <clears throat> they all, no matter who it is, would drop whatever they're doing to go and help their brother or sisters. And I want to give another shout out. What? <laughs> to you. What? Me? Yes. Oh, because you, I went and held the baby? You went and held the baby, <laughs> but... Oh, Little yeah. Nico had a blowout, blow and it didn't all stay in the diaper. It sure didn't. It was right <laughs> down my leg. It was not pleasant. Oh, it was great. It, we, no, we it thought, wasn't great. Well, it was awful. You were like a mom that day. <laughs> that was very helpful for you to just hold Nico. He just needed holding while we could take care of everything I, else. So. And I, I did that so well. You did. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, so you heard our little intro song from Carly Simon uh, haven't gotten haven't got time for the pain no and so Bonnie had a nice suggestion about what our topic ought to be tonight so I'll let you introduce it sweets well there's just all kinds of different pain there's physical pain emotional pain spiritual pain so we're just going to talk about first of all physical pain and how people deal with physical pain nobody has time for the pain. I don't like the pain. Well, nobody likes the pain. Well, that's true. But I remember just like trying to think back of the pain that we've experienced in our house between Emily and Julie and my kidney stones. Oh dear. They were they were pretty Those bad. Those are horrible. They are horrible. It is really bad pain. The point, yeah. I haven't had it, but I've seen its effect. Yes, when they grabbed your arm and said, "Get me <laughs> help." Now I do. I remember that <laughs> you were in the bathroom and oh. you were suffering. That was that wasn't a kidney stone though, was it? That was a gallstone, was wasn't no, it? No, that's a kidney stone. Was it kidney? I thought it was a gallstone. Well, that was my next one. Oh, that was the second. I one. I like to develop stones, you sure I do. guess. But we were at a restaurant, and I just got so physically sick all of a sudden. And I Tijuana Tillies. Tijuana Tillies, and I thought I must have food poisoning or something. I went into the bathroom and it was just. Not well. You could tell I wasn't well because I was laying on the laying restaurant floor. On the, the bathroom and floor. And you know, there. when you don't feel good, you just don't <laughs> care. And that's what I did in the hospital too with the kidney stone because I found a spot where it didn't hurt and it was on the bathroom floor in the hospital. And those doctors, darn them, they made me get up. <laughs> they said, oh, this Mrs. Jepson, you can't stay on the floor. We have to get you in the bed. And I said, no, no, please just leave me here. Please, it didn't hurt anymore. And, you know, when you get relief from physical pain, it's heaven. It sure is. You know, when they with Emily and Julie, they were, Emily crawled, she was pregnant, and she crawled in the back of her car. She pulled off the freeway because her kidney was hurting so badly. And she was laying down in the back of her car thinking it's going to go away. And then she realized she was in trouble. And barely got to the hospital with her kidney stone. Her kidneys were ready to just burst. They were so infected. Oh, man. And then Julie, when we were on the mission, she came to oh, visit us. Gee. And she, she got a kidney stone. We had her in the hospital. In New to, Jersey. Yes. Trying to get her home. 
they drugged her and we had to try to get her on the plane drugged. She was in La La Land, but yeah, those kidney stones are are not fun. No, that that plus your your of course your your deliveries of your children yeah, labor. I was just gonna say childbirth, pregnancies, and you know what moms go through to have their babies. Oh yeah, some some have. Uh, that's one thing. For the most part, not everybody is blessed to have a complete and full delivery, and then have a prize after with the pain. Yeah. And have a baby, and some don't get that prize, <clears throat> but it all is worth it after you see this baby. And I don't know why Heavenly Father made it to have to be like that, but that's oh, what it, it is. It, it, I feel I always felt so bad for you because I couldn't do anything. To help you with that pain. I know. Just be nice. <laughs> I was. You I, were. You don't even remember me being there. You <laughs> oh, were yes, so I full do. of pain. And then the broken arms that we've had. Josh, Becky. And we've had a few grandkids with broken arms as well. And just watching them in pain. It just hurts you inside when you see somebody in pain. It sure does. My my, I've experienced my own fair amount of pain when I... Had my uh, my amputation. I tell you, the first few weeks following that, the pain that I experienced in my my left leg um, was so severe. They were giving me uh, my opioids about every four hours to deal with it, and it was it was rough. <laughs> and uh, yeah. before that, I had experienced a, a, a herniated disc, and oh my word, those disc and your disc problems in your back can it, or in your neck for that matter can just be debilitating oh completely debilitating you just can't do anything you can't find the, the place where there's comfort comfort you know and even to sleep or and like you said when you find a place that's oh finally comfortable you do not want, want to, to leave and um oh i, I guess the you know, the other pain for me is the residual from my amputation, and that's called phantom pain. And that phantom pain is where I have, uh, in my left stump, I'll have every so often, and I'll never know when it's going to happen, maybe once every couple of months. It used to be at least every month, but it seemed to have been lessened over the last many years, but in it that phantom pain is just so hard. It's like these electrical shocks that are sent through your body and it feels like fire at the end of my leg. And uh, I tell you, it is not a lot of fun. And those typically, you know, those, those little shock events will last for just a few seconds and then there'll be a pause and then it'll happen again and then pause and then again. And it will go on for really several hours. Sometimes I can get into the bathroom and that, into the bathtub, and that might help with uh, hot water. Um, other times I, I just take medication. I used to take some hard narcotics to help it. Um, but I had a doctor in New Jersey tell me, mm -hmm. look, one of the things you can do instead of taking these narcotics is, is to take uh, two extra strength Tylenol and and uh, three or 600 milligrams of uh, ibuprofen, and it'll do the same thing as that narcotic except without the side effects. Oh, 
constipation yeah, is so fun for and, everyone and other things so and he was right it's really helped me so i've been really thankful for that and uh, but you know those kinds of pains just come with being an amputee and i feel bad because i don't know how to help you with those oh i know well tell them about nathan's pain oh nathan's pain um yeah that wasn't fun our little seven-year-old from the time he was Three. 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 The time he was three. He would, um, he had high blood, high blood pressure and it would get so high because his kidneys were scarred from the hemolytic uremic syndrome that he had when he was a baby. His blood pressure would get so high that he'd have terrible headaches. I was so afraid he'd go into a seizure or something or brain damage. I don't know. I was, I was worried and scared, but I couldn't bring it down. I'd have to take him up to the hospital. Every time that it got so bad, so they could give him an IV quickly to bring his blood pressure down. Yeah, they'd give him an injection right into his, his veins, veins to, I don't know what the medication was called, but as soon as they injected him with that medication, it would bring it down. But but prior to getting him up to the hospital, and, and the poor little boy was just in agony with these headaches and uh and not understanding, you know, he would cry and he would scream. And, of course, that would just make it worse. worse. And and uh, as much as we tried to, to calm him down, uh, you know, nothing would help him until we could finally get him up to the hospital and have this injection into his, his arm. And then, and then on occasion, when we'd get him up to the hospital, the person trying to inject the medication didn't really know what they were doing very well. They were... Just, they were nurses. Oh gosh, it was all just a nightmare watching him search with this needle in his arm trying to find the right vein. Yeah, it was rough. Oh my gosh, that was well, and it's a terrible time. It was. It's terrible for any parent that's up in the hospital with their children with pain and they don't know how to help them and they see them suffering and it just it's rough. It just makes you feel so bad and. So what do you do? What do you do, Bonnie, to try to help? people that are suffering with physical pain all i can do is pray for them and pray that it will come down i've tried to divert julie's kids that are suffering still with tonsillectomies whatever to get their minds off of their pain to keep them focused on something else and i'm sure that's what other people do they just try to do something else to not be so bomb um, bogged down with pain. I look at some of our friends who've had shingles, that terrible pain of shingles, and how they oh, yeah. they try yeah. to, to to keep their mind off of it by doing something else because it's so painful. What did your father used to do to try to to try oh, to had headaches. help you with your headaches? I had headaches as a little girl. <laughs> he would rub my head. Yeah, rub my. Remember head. you telling me about that? He did. And he would do that. My mother, when I was following my amputation and I was having such severe phantom pains, um, my mother would rub my right foot and it seemed to ease the pain, the phantom pain in my missing left foot. I know that's kind of weird, but it did and uh, to some extent. So anyway, I was grateful for my mother's tender care. Well, and I had that diverticulitis, and I thought my stomach oh, yeah, was going to sure blow up. 
It was so puffy. Every time you touched it, my intestinal tract was so inflamed. It was bad. So I had the surgery to remove some of it so I could feel better, but that was not fun either. I could hardly walk. Yeah, I know. You were in trouble then. Yeah, then that's what pain does. It kind of... You just kind of get in trouble for a while and hope for some relief. And some people have a higher tolerance for pain and some have lower have tolerance. Lower tolerance. And, and, you know, that's not their fault. That's just the way they came. And, uh, um, you know, we can just be compassionate and prayerful and, and as understanding as we can be, but we certainly can't do anything to take it from them. No, and I've, I've never judged anyone who gets on these opioids because they're in such pain. I look at my sister, their back pain, and my brother with his neck pain. Back and neck pain is so debilitating. And, it sure is. And they take these these opioids because they can't get through. One cute little thing I remember that um, India, Julie's daughter, said the other day when she was just so in pain with her ears. She said, Mom, I don't think I can do this anymore. And she yeah. fell to the ground and said, Help me, Jesus. Please help me, Jesus. <laughs> it was yesterday, wasn't it? Yesterday, and I thought, oh, you poor little thing. And all I could do is try to comfort comfort her. them and give them, try to take their mind off things because yeah. it's, it's rough. Well, but, we've all experienced it to some degree or another, and we've all seen those we love experience uh, severe pain that you can't do anything to, to resolve. And so, again, it's a matter of us being... Uh, prayerful for them and, and comforting to the extent that we can and compassionate. compassionate and trying to help out in other areas where we might take some burden or some load off of them in an area that they're not able to take care of be- right. at that time because of the pain they're experiencing. Right. Anyway. Well, and there's, we move on to emotional pain. Oh, gee. And that <laughs> that's pretty brutal too. You know, there's anything from Abuse to death to divorce, wayward children, depression, returning early from a mission, being bullied, hurting someone's feelings. Failures. Failures. Failures can lead to huge emotional pain. Watching a loved one go through hard times. It's unemployment. Unemployment, yes. Can lead to huge emotional pain. Emotional pain. And, and, uh, uh, just the challenges in relationships that you know that can lead to emotional pain when when a couple hurt each other. Yeah. Uh, there's so many different types of emotional pain, and and it can be it can be debilitating. It as can well. it it can also be manifest manifest itself in physical, physical pain. pain. That's right. We've seen that too. Yeah, we had a couple of our missionaries Shares. that. That had such emotional pain and difficulty that it affected them physically. It manifest as a physical ailment. Yeah. Because they were struggling on the mission as well, but they bless their hearts. They were out there trying to do the best they could, and and we've got to hand it to them that they were wounded warriors once in a while that would need to come home. And then again, when they would come home, they would feel that emotional pain of coming home. Well, of course, and. That's a really tough situation for those that do because they, they had such dreams and hopes as they came out. Their parents, um, in most cases, having hopes and dreams high for them and 
and then through no fault of their own, most of the time, they have these uh, emotional issues that crop up that just uh, uh, make them non-functioning in many ways. So uh, anyway, that's a, uh, so the question is for us in those kinds of circumstances, how do you help someone that's struggling with emotional pain? You know, that, that, that kind of question is so specific, can, is really tailored to each type of emotional pain because you would do something different perhaps for someone that may be suffering from divorce and the pain of that versus someone suffering a death maybe. I mean, is it, it, would you deal with that differently in how you treat that person? Well, I think you support, you just to support them in any way you can to be loving and compassionate the same with physical well, pain. I, that's, I'm sure that's true. It's really hard to see someone go through emotional pain. And we've all had emotional pain from one thing or another as well. We all experience that. Well, and if you haven't, you will. Because that's just part of life, is suffering, pain, and, and, um, and perhaps you've experienced both physical and emotional. And many of us have. And uh, I, I know even with my amputation, one of the things that was hard for me was, from an emotional standpoint, was the fact that I was never going to run again. And I, and I saw myself as, oh, here I am, this one-legged person. You know, how am I ever going to get some woman to want to marry me when I'm, I'm, I'm in this, you know, this condition? And you found the best one. I sure did. <laughs> That's really true. That's right. Don't you forget it. <laughs> how could I? I know I remind you every day. <laughs> you don't need to. I already know, believe me. No. Well, then that goes on to spiritual pain. Oh, yeah. yeah, well. That can be rough as well when you see someone you love just not believing in the same principles and things that you've taught them their whole lives and how it's, that it's so important to you and you want them to be with you when we sin and make mistakes. When we, I, we see people in New Jersey who would join the church against their family's wishes and how um, spiritually pained they were with what to do. It, it's, it's just another type of pain. Well, it is. You can also see it in them uh, when they they people that are have faith and and are diligent and obedient to the commandments of God, and things don't go right. Yes. Things are, are It's as if they their comments. God doesn't hear my prayers. He, he, the heavens are closed. Why why would he not hear me? Why would he not help me? Well, that's. That, that is true spiritual pain. When you have this belief system that says, if you do this and this and this and this, God will bless your life. And then when you have some severe challenge and it appears that he's not blessing you, that can really lead to serious spiritual pain. Well, that's why when India dropped to her knees and said, help me, Jesus, I was going, oh, please help her. So, because they have such faith, yeah, that you want that to be that answered immediately. You know, one of the things in our with our kids as we've grown, they've grown up. Uh, whenever they had real um, physical challenges, um, pain and things, um, they I would give them a blessing, 
and on occasion they'd come back. Priesthood blessing. Priesthood, thank you, a priesthood blessing where I would lay my hands upon their head and by the authority of the Melchizedek priesthood that I held, I would bless them that they might be healed. Sometimes they would be. Sometimes they weren't. And so when they weren't, they'd, I'd come up, Dad, your blessing didn't help. It didn't do any good. How come? And I would say to them, well, maybe you'd be a lot sicker. So. <laughs> if, you, if you didn't get the blessing. You would have been sicker a lot more so. But I remember too, and when you blessed me one time, I was so, so I just did not feel well. And I felt that warm feeling go right through my body. And I felt wonderful after. So sometimes we get answers, yes, and sometimes... Sometimes, no. no. I, and I have seen that uh, in a dramatic way. I gave a blessing to a dear friend of mine uh, who lived just a block from us, and he'd had a heart attack. And during the middle of the night, his wife called me and uh, said, Blaine's had a heart attack. He's not breathing. Uh, we've, he's, we were on our way up to the hospital. Could you meet us up there and give him a blessing? So I drove up, and... Uh, I looked at this man, by the time I got there, he's in the the uh, intensive care unit and, you know, these um, things in his nose and needles in his tubes. arms, tubes, you know, all over the place. And I thought, gosh, he, what am I, what am I going to say in a blessing for this man? I put my hands on his head and I... I blessed him by the power of the priesthood of God that he he would be well. And I thought to myself, what am I saying? I mean, my faith was not where it should have been, obviously. I, but that's what came out of my mouth. And um, his family was all around and listening, and it, it gave his family hope. And... Uh, sense of courage and you know dad's going to come through and sure enough he made it through and i see that as a direct a direct intervention by the hand of god on the other hand yeah go ahead when you were blessing our son nathan after he had had his bee stings and he was in a field not breathing him that he would have a chance but it wasn't meant to be for some reason the Lord in Nathan's situation said no I don't understand that I don't know that I even agree with that but that's not the point I don't understand the will of God in all circumstances by any means and I certainly don't pretend to what I've got to do and Bonnie, you know, I've talked about it so many times that we have to trust our Heavenly Father no, no matter what. No matter what the circumstance is. Even when we don't understand. Even when we don't agree. When it doesn't make any sense to us. Well, that's the scripture that I still call upon. Mosiah twenty four fifteen, Submit with patience to the will of the Lord. And that's hard to do sometimes. It really is hard to do. But that's where the atonement comes in, and where yeah. we have to have faith not to waver. And yeah, and, and as you as you find, breach that, that that or broach that final important topic, it's the 
When I think about the pain that our Lord and Savior suffered for all of us, I can't even begin to comprehend what that must have been, both physical and emotional. When he suffered for the pains of all mankind, he suffered for their physical pains, their emotional pains, their disappointments, their, their sorrows. Their spiritual pain. Every kind of pain that all of us have felt. So I used to tell people, look, take the, what's the very worst pain you felt at a particular time in your life? And kind of think a little bit about that. And then, and then let's take all of the pains of your whole life and let's add them into that one and just put it into about a, oh, a, a 30 minute time period. So you're gonna have to suffer that pain of all of those problems for 30 minutes, at one, at one 30 minute stretch. That would just wipe you out. Well, that's why it was so intense for him and why he was bleeding from every pore. It was so incredibly intense. Well, yeah, because it wasn't just for one person. No, it was for, it was for billions of people. And he and he and the amazing thing about it is that he did it for us um, because he loved voluntarily. Us. Because he loved because us. he loved us, and because of that, that suffering, he paid the debt of our sins, which can help us to have joy of the gospel. That the pain that we suffered is ultimately solved by our. Savior, and that it can bring us joy in knowing that we have the gospel to bless our lives. It's important. Yeah, well, it's important to note that even though He paid that ultimate price for us all, that doesn't it doesn't take the pain away from no. from what we have to experience. We have to experience the you know the the effects of our mistakes and watching others go through. And we watch others go through problems that they experience and the effects of their behavior and their choices. But what it did do so critically is that if we'll just repent, if we'll just go before him in faith and in gratitude and pleading for forgiveness, then his promise is that we will be forgiven. And that's when the joy comes in. Sure. It sure is, and that comes in to lift us, to build us, when we can literally put at his feet our pains our pain. and sufferings because they become more than we can bear individually. That's right. Well, we're grateful beyond our ability to express for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and for how he has suffered the pains for all mankind, your, mine, all of our kids, and everyone. And uh, we love him so for all of that and grateful for the testimony that's been born in our hearts of the reality of that singular act of atoning sacrifice. That's right. So there you go. That's our feelings and thoughts tonight on pain and and the most effective way to help us and we to hope deal you with pain we, you don't suffer too much with any of that is our wish and yeah. 
hope. It sure is. One last kind of final thought on that is when we do have pain, some people that we love as well have uh, have uh, become so reliant on hard uh, narcotic drugs to deal with their pain that they've become addicted to it. Or have taken their lives. Or, yeah, certainly have taken their lives. Because of the pain they're in. And we've had to watch all of that. Yeah. And that's a, that's a, 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 a part of life that's difficult for us to have to see and have to deal with, but it's a reality that pain can be so severe that it can lead people to do things they would never do yeah. if they were free of that pain. So that kind of just suggests that we all ought to do our best to to help those that are suffering with severe pain. And, and you know, most of the time in a given situation, we won't know how we can help, but we can always pray for them. Be compassionate and loving. We can always and love them. And pray for help. Yeah. So there you go. That's, uh, that, that's our, our take on pain. and. May you be pain-free, we to, pray. <laughs> how to deal with and as Carly Simon, so I, I haven't got time for the pain. I haven't got room for the pain. Well, that's too bad because we're all going to experience it. So you better make some room. <laughs> so, make it a very small room. Yeah, yeah. Well, we hope you have a great week. We we're, we, we have a good week coming up. We're going to be involved in, um, in the uh, a seminar for all of our new temple presidents that will be going out in November around the world. And we'll be involved in that in the temple this week with uh, along with our regular duties there. And um, So we're looking forward to that. And we get to hear the prophet. Many general, we do. Many apostles talk to us about that. So That's right. A treat. And we didn't even talk about conference last weekend, did uh, we? No, that was amazing as well. Hmm. Okay, well, Bonnie's giving me the sign to cut it off because well, we're... I, we're at 34 minutes now, and that's a little more than normal. So, well, any please know we love you, and thanks for do. taking a few minutes uh, to uh, share part of our philosophy well, of life. Just think about conference. They can always go back and listen to it over or read it in the Insider online because it was amazing. So, simply amazing. amazing. So, have a good night, everyone. This is Notes from John with a babble from Bonnie. Good night.